This week on Minnesota Native News, the latest on the tent camp in Minneapolis, an all-out effort to recruit more Native foster homes, and getting out the vote in Indian country. This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. A community council at the Minneapolis American Indian Center this week discussed the tent camp. Robert Lilligren of the Minneapolis Urban Indian Directors said the camp's high visibility presents an opportunity to undo business as usual. We need to have a different conversation with different voices and different outcomes. You guys have been saying this forever. Let the community lead. Let the community lead. You feel like there's an opening there. There is an opening, and I think we'll see more and more resources coming to that opening. The more successful we are at getting the community voices to the center. We'll have more about the encampment on next week's Minnesota Native News. Election Day is Tuesday, November 6th. Minnesota will elect its first Native American lieutenant governor, either DFLer Peggy Flanagan or Republican Donna Bergstrom. But across the country, some neighboring states are rewriting election law in ways that might lower the Native turnout. Obstacles are being put in front of us. O.J. Siemens, Lakota from Rosebud, is co-executive director of Four Directions, an organization that aims to enhance Native impact in elections across the country. The states are circling their wagons to protect whatever they think belongs specifically to them. And our ancestors have always seen those circled wagons and has always found ways to either move around them or move through them. Four Directions works with tribes to improve Native access to polling places, including on reservations in Minnesota. This year, it is focusing on voter suppression in other states, but it is also asking Native people to, in their words, warrior up. And every vote that you take as a Native empowers you and empowers your people and empowers your tribe. So I I would ask uh, Minnesota Natives, warrior up. Let's get that pen and let's mark that ballot. 2018 marks the 40th year of ICWA. The Indian Child Welfare Act recognized that Native children were being removed from their homes at disproportionate rates. ICWA says Native children who are removed must be placed with relatives, if possible, or at least in Native homes. But, as Lori Stern reports, the need for those homes is greater than ever. Hi. Are you here for the foster care event? Mm-hmm. All right. If you could sign in. The Foster Family Recruitment Event at the American Indian Center in Minneapolis offered encouragement and information. Dinner was served and booths were staffed by foster care experts. Lucy Favorite is with American Indian Family and Children's Services. For foster care, there's a daily rate that is paid, and there is also an additional rate that is paid, and that is assessed, and that assessment looks at the amount of parenting that you have to do for that child. Newborns or kids with special needs require extra care, for which families are reimbursed. But some families who've wanted to foster have been turned down or discouraged. So at this event, lawyers answered questions about overcoming obstacles to fostering. What is the process if you have an eviction or an unlawful detainer, and how do you go about getting that expunged? Public interest attorneys explained that expungements, where an arrest is erased in the eyes of the law, are possible, sometimes at no cost, but that if someone in the household has a criminal conviction, especially for a violent offense, that could be a deal-breaker. Most of the evening belonged to the five-member foster parent panel. Once they're stable in that stable environment, they're with adults that are, that are caregiving and loving, you just watch that child grow every day, and that's, that's the biggest thing I think I get out of it. Even if we don't have these kids forever, we, some we only have for 
you know, 72 hours, some we have for six, seven months. Um, it doesn't matter how long they're with us, if you can have some sort of positive impact on them, I mean, why wouldn't you? The panel answered many questions. Yes, there's help getting kids to their appointments. Most foster kids shouldn't babysit. The community is happy to help you find powwows and drumming groups. And fostering is rewarding in many ways. It has changed my life. I grew up in and out of foster care, so I wanted to give back. And that's one of the reasons why I chose to do it, to help the other children that are out there. It's probably one of the most important things to me. Our kids are our future. If we don't give them a future, they don't have one. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.